Good morning. Today is February 23rd, 2009, and this is a show that uh, you're used to listening to every Monday morning that has a, a good bit of structure and uh, kind of walks you through some different wellness topics, but kind of flying off the cuff today, doing some live podcasting, uh, being uh, a little bit under attack. The show was um, about living for today, uh, and we had set out, Chris Hughes and myself, uh, to do a podcast about what it really means to be on purpose and to be living uh, like you're leaving. But uh, unfortunately, um, whether God's will or, or just an attack from, from the wrong side, um, everything we recorded for that show is uh, unusable. And uh, I won't go into detail about that, but uh, this is a podcast, uh, Christ Across America's The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes. And uh here we are on Monday, and we're unable to bring Chris to you, so I thought we might mention a little bit about what the show was about, and hope you'll stay with us. Uh, for now, my name's Bo Ellis, and I'm your host. And uh, this week we're talking about living like you're leaving. It's actually sitting in church uh, on Sunday morning, and my pastor is talking about this idea that uh, people are scared. Most people are scared to death. People are thinking that they've got time on their hands when they probably don't. People are thinking they're going to have all kinds of time to make improvements when you and I both know we don't have a lot of time. And for some of us, our time is short. And the interesting thing about all that is only Jesus Christ, our Lord, knows the time that we're going to be checking out in this world. And what's convicted me about wellness this week is... And so much of what we talk about is choices. But you think about it. If we went to the doctor tomorrow and he told us that if you don't make changes in your diet and in your exercise and in your stress, uh, you're going to die. Um, I'll give you a week uh, and you'll be dead if you don't make changes. I'm thinking to myself, wow, I know plenty of alcoholics or you know, folks have had heart attacks and been put on these strict you know, don't have another heart attack kind of diets, and they stick to them. And I think the reason is that they want to live. And uh, far too often, we catch ourselves making choices like uh, like we don't really care. And I think it's kind of funny. I sound a little bit cynical on this topic, and maybe I am. Uh, I just know that I make bad choices, and I think it's uh, it's poor stewardship. I think my life looks like I think I've got a lot of time left to make some changes when I may not. So I put it to you today. Uh, go home and ask your wife or ask your kids, does your life look like you really believe this stuff? Do you really want to be well? Do you believe it? Do you have all your weight rooted in this idea of being well and being fit? Are you just going through the motions? Your life should look like you want to be well. And for a lot of us who aren't well, uh, who are overweight, uh, who are overstressed, uh, who are not dealing with this uh, imploding economy uh, as well as others, I am absolutely certain that our lives don't look like we want to be well. 
We can walk around the block, uh, you know, five times a week. But if we don't believe this idea of being well, if we don't live it out every day, I really get the sense uh, that we're going to be chasing a greased chicken around for the balance of our time here on this earth. And I want to suggest there's a better way. There has to be a better way, reasonably. Can't we say that? Can we say that and know that? There's got to be a better way. And I think a lot of us know what that better way is, but what are we willing to do on a day-to-day basis to try to seek that better way out and make it relevant in our lives? My pastor, Sunday morning, brought a word to me that I think was more relevant than any message uh, that he's brought you know, from God to me in, uh, in recent weeks. I think God was clearly saying to me today that if I believe this stuff, I need to believe it. I went to a men's conference over the weekend. Uh, Steve Farrar spoke in Brandon, Florida at a momentum conference called His Man, uh, His Way, or, man, I can't even tell you what the name of it was. His Man, His Mission. Uh, Who cares what the name of it was? But thank you, Steve Farrar, for bringing a really cool word. Either you believe this stuff or you don't. Either it's all true or you're just not buying in. Either you really want to be well or you're just a fake. I spent about an hour on the phone with Chris Hughes um, earlier and he and I talked about some really cool stuff. I wish you could have heard it. But you know something? God's will is that I'd be talking to you now about a topic, uh, living for today, that I think he's put on my heart, and uh, I really thank you, Chris, for the time you put into that show that nobody's ever going to hear, and uh, I welcome the attacks from the evil one in the name of Jesus. We say, you know what? I'm just going to keep fighting through. We're going to live for today in only the sense that if tomorrow doesn't come for us, we finished strong. Guys and girls, finishing strong is an opportunity that we have and that we've been given. It's a blessing to finish strong, something we can all do. Uh, No matter what we did an hour ago, no matter what we did a week ago, no matter what we did in our adolescence, no matter what we did as a kid pulling on our sister's hair, it doesn't matter what we do. But for this time and this moment forward, if you make that commitment to finish strong, you're going to suggest to yourself and others that you really believe what you say you believe. I want to be well. I want to put my whole weight on an idea that wellness matters in my life. I want my life to look like that. I want my kids and my wife to say, you know what? He is well. And as that relates to our relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I know in my heart that I believe with all my weight that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me and my sins so that I could live forever in heaven with Him and with my Father, God. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm talking into this mic without my partner Chris because I'm going to finish strong. Didn't have such a great day um, fitness-wise. I didn't get any training in. I was busy day after church. Uh, nutritionally, uh, it was a, uh, a meltdown this weekend for me. And I put off um, recording my uh, podcast with Chris until pretty much the last minute. And I think it's clear that God is showing me that that's not a way to run a business. It's not a way to run a ministry. It's not a way to run your life. That you would frantically move from one activity to the next. Um, Only hoping that it's going to work out. I'm going to frantically get up and go do a walk uh, before work because I've got to punch the clock on my fitness activity for the day. I'm going to frantically rush home from work after a Panera cinnamon crunch bagel with hazelnut cream cheese toasted twice, please, so I can get that 30-minute bike ride in, so I can punch the clock on my 30-minute bike ride. Guys, my partner Chris Hughes has made wellness a part of his life to the point where he doesn't have to frantically rush home to get his work in. He does it, he told me today, because of, in, in some ways selfishly, because it makes him feel great. So the conflict that I have and the, the suggestion that I would make to you and to me tonight as we look at ourselves in the mirror is, if we really believe this stuff and we really want to be well, what is it that keeps us from doing activities that are fun, that make us feel great, Um, I'll tell you what it is. It's other activities that we put in place of those. Because, you know, I've got tomorrow. I've got tomorrow. I've got next week. How many times has my diet started on Monday? My diet's going to start Monday. Can I get that extra large blizzard? Can I get that mint brownie chocolate chunk extra large blizzard, please? Because my diet's going to start tomorrow. My diet's going to start Monday. I'm going to get that training in on uh, Tuesday. After work, I can do that 27-mile ride I've been wanting to do. Guys, I might not get to Monday. Today might be my last. Stephen Curtis Chapman's got a great song. It's on his All Things New record. This could be my last. Did you finish strong, Bo? Would your kids say you finished strong that Sunday? Sunday, February, what, 22nd? Yep, my dad finished strong. Eating half a birthday cake. Little Katie turned six on Saturday. Happy birthday, Katie. Your dad on Saturday. He took you up canoeing. And did a 3.3 mile trail ride around Hillsborough River State Park. Little Katie at 6. Jamming that trail. Doing a great job on her little Mountain 60. She hits those tree roots and goes flying through the air. It's hilarious. But we finished strong on Saturday as a family. We finished strong out exercising, doing fun and fit things together. We rode over to... uh, Orlando, one of our favorite activities, resort crashing, and 
Stopped off at Epcot, the Beach Club Yacht Club Resorts has a little ice cream parlor in there that's just awesome. We finished strong with a banana split Saturday. Not such a good food choice, but what a great choice of time spent. The ones you love. All my kids were with me, and uh, Frankie's little girl Faith came too. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not all my kids were with me. Casey, our oldest uh, girl, our teenager, uh, at 15 had other things to do, of course. But finishing strong, being active, living your life uh, like you're leaving, and being salt and light to others. If you think about it, the people I bumped into Saturday, uh, most of them except for the hostess that couldn't get me a table inside of an hour, God forgive me. Wish I could have been more salt and light to her. But they see joy. And they know that something's different about me. And that something different is I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. My Lord and Savior who came into my life when I truly trusted Him and put all my faith and belief, all my weight. Thanks Pastor Jeff at First Baptist Temple Terrace for that illustration today of a stool and John 3.16 says for God so loved the world that whosoever believes in him and believes is not a belief of the mind we're talking very very specifically about a belief that is putting all your weight and all your trust in him guys you can't be half in the kingdom and half out Belief in Jesus Christ is belief that He can come live in you and take over your life for His glory. No matter what the world says about how much money should matter or sex should matter or being beautiful should matter or having stuff should matter, you have to reach a point where all your weight rests firmly on that that seat that Christ can hold you up and that you're doing a better job of giving your life back to Him than you could do with it selfishly yourself. Because let's face it, guys, it's His in the first place. Uh, somewhere in the Bible it says, does the, does the pot say to the potter, why did you make me this way? I think not. And I say, Jesus... There are just certain things I don't need to know while I'm here. And uh, You made me this way because you made me this way. Father God, you wrote this play and I'm just, I'm just your tool. Please use me. Guys, if we're going to be well, let our lives look like it. If we're going to be well, let our, let our lives look like it. Let's live. Chris would say, let's live in community with others. Let's get fit. To Casey in South Carolina, bro, do we believe it? Does our life really look like it? It takes time and effort to be fit. And I wonder, the same time and effort I'm putting into not being fit, you know, am I getting a profit? Am I making a profit on that? I don't know. I think it would be good right now to recap on what this whole talk is about today. 
Today is the day, guys. The doctor just called you into his office and said, you're not going to live here on earth forever. You're going to die. And uh, interestingly, the doctor can't tell you when that's going to happen. So folks, we need to live like we're leaving. We need to live life salt and light. We need to be joy. And we need to be Jesus for others. And being well and being fit is just something we need to be in order to be that. Fitness and wellness and the joy we get in exercise and that, even like Chris said, that selfish pleasure we get just from the activity and how good we feel afterwards, guys, is not the reason we do it. We do it as stewards what God's given us and as business people wanting to make a profit with what we've been given. This is that time of our show when we take a look inside the Word of God, see what He says about living for today. I want to go specifically now just to two passages. First from Romans chapter 12. You know, Paul's most important work was that letter to the Romans. His thesis statement, his doctoral thesis, his life's work or his ministry's work summed up in one letter. He had one shot to stand before the Romans or to leave a letter that would tell the whole story. And he knew it. So he prepared it. And I imagine uh, my NIV study Bible, Bible likens that to, uh, you know, what if you found out that you had to write a piece called The Meaning of Life and that it was going to be published on the front page of the New York Times. I'm guessing Paul took it pretty seriously, eh? If you read his letters, you know that he did. It took him 11 chapters to tell the whole story, and interestingly, verse 1 of chapter 12, he gives us his therefore statement. I look at it like, now that I've said all that, listen up. Hope someday you'll read my book about this particular subject. Therefore, Paul says, now that I've said all that, he says, listen up, guys. Therefore, this is verse 1 from my NIV, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And from Hebrews 12, most attribute this authorship to Paul, although there is a debate about that. I don't think it's a loud one. Most believe Paul wrote it, whoever most is. But it took him 11 chapters, and in chapter 11 of Hebrews, we call that the Hall of Fame, God's Hall of Fame. But chapter 12, he gives us that word again, therefore. He says, now that I've said all that, 
Listen up. Hebrews 12, <clears throat> 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Today's the day. Do you believe it? What's your therefore statement? 41 years. You know, now that I've said all that, you know, maybe tomorrow will be my therefore statement to the world. Father God, thank you for this time of looking inside of our hearts and understanding today. Today is the day, Lord. Lord, you sent Jesus to be the perfect sacrifice to redeem us back to you. To restore a relationship that Adam broke in the perfect garden because he was passive. He wussed out. And God, we're born of that nature to be passive. We're born of that nature, Lord, to opt for those things that we don't want to do and we don't even know why. The Apostle Paul even wrote of such things. So God, we ask you for the strength that you give us the strength that Christ took to the cross on our behalf. God, let us be faithful stewards of the sacrifice of our friend and our Lord, that you would send yourself, interestingly, to die for us. God, how do we respond to that? Well, there's always tomorrow, God. We're sorry, Lord, for that. Please give us the strength, Lord, that today would be the day. Believe that Jesus Christ wants to live in us and use us for His glory. That You actually want us to make choices, Lord, to live. You actually want us, Lord, to find the joy and share it with others. We thank You, Lord, for this time. And we pray for every year that's happened upon this podcast, on this special and interesting broadcast, unlike those that we've done in the past. Through technical difficulties, Lord, or attack, or both, we just say thank you, Jesus, for your will to use us however you see fit. We will follow you, Jesus, wherever you'll have us go. We're sold out to the idea, Lord, that forever is a really long time to be forever 
with you, knowing true joy, knowing true life. And God, the time you've given us here on this earth is limited only by you, Father. So we thank you for today and we thank you for tomorrow. And we remember Matthew chapter 6. We won't worry about tomorrow, Lord. Today, we'll have enough trouble of its own. Or John 16, when Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble. But Jesus, you have overcome the world. And we rejoice. We sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, for that. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the weirdest podcast of my podcasting career. And I thank you for the time. Thank you for listening. Please check back uh, next Monday for hopefully uh, more of a normal show with our friend Chris, uh, who we love, and we pray for him as well. We thank you for our sponsors, Patrick Testaseca. Trinity Automotive at trinityauto.net The number one car buying experience we invite you to buy a car from our buddy if anybody's buying anything these days I'm buying in to the love that Jesus has and I'm buying in to the idea that this weekly podcast will show up every Monday morning um as long as there's power, as long as we've got power, boys and girls, you shall have a Monday morning word on wellness with Chris Hughes. ChristAcrossAmerica.com, where we're creating awareness for ministries who are serving Christ in local communities and serving the needs of the lost and the suffering. Because, Lord, if we don't know you or have you, we're lost. We're certainly suffering. Funny thing is, some of us don't even know it. God, give us the strength to see with your eyes. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Hope you'll tune in next Monday. This is Christ Across America asking you where are you allowing Jesus to work in your life today. We'll see you next week.